0: d3 golf guys podcast ladies and gentlemen we have golf being played and results to discuss this is what we've been looking forward to <clears throat> i'm going to talk about some of the results we've seen the last couple of weeks and then we'll start preparing for the next big event down in the southeast the savannah invitational but first let's go through some of the results that we've seen over the last couple of weeks first let's start back in uh earlier in February here where we had before the snow set in we had some tournaments down in San Antonio Uh, we had the Alamo Classic and had both ladies and men so we will obviously start with the ladies where we had uh, number 22 and number 25 in the country Lock Horns at the Quarry for those of you that never had the chance if you get the chance to go play the Quarry in San Antonio trust me you need to it is fabulously cool the whole front nine is sort of on top of this arena. Very Texas, very flat. But then you go down into this old rock quarry for the back nine. It is the neatest back nine. It's got some really cool shape to it. Um, so lucky that those uh, those kids got to play out there. Really exciting. So on the ladies' side of things, we had four teams with number 22, Texas University of Texas at Dallas coming out on top. Really solid round. uh 306 in the first round, 307 in the in the second round for a 6 6 13. They beat Trinity University, who's number 25 tied for 25th in the country right now, um, by 20 20 shots. Uh, really nice round first couple two rounds for their for their top two scorers in that tournament. Karen Alvarez from University of Texas Dallas with a 76 74 150, and then right behind her is Lindy Patterson with a 74 77. So really good play in there out, out of the university of texas at dallas that number 22 ranking appears to be uh, pretty rock solid so uh very excited to see that um there now on the men's side and this was back in uh march 7th 8th 9th time frame on the men's side alamo city classic we had a really good field of some really good teams so um you know keep your eye on some of some of these teams but uh, Trinity University was the host. They're based there in San Antonio. Mary Hardin-Baylor, University of Dallas, Texas Lutheran, Centenary, Howard Payne University, and Schreiner University. Um, Really good. Opening round, 285s by Mary Hardin-Baylor, University of Dallas. So it was really good opening round, 285. um, With Trinity two back at 287 and Texas Lutheran at 289. And then Trinity University... As I think I put out on Twitter, just as came roaring through in the second round with a 276 for a total 563, five under for Trinity, which is some seriously good playing uh by the Tigers of Trinity. Um Mary Hard Baylor actually just edged out University of Dallas for second, um, with a two hundred eighty-nine versus a two ninety and finishing six over and seven over. So that's an eleven stroke win for Trinity. Um Individually, DJ Springer from Trinity, 69 in the first round, 68 in the second round. So uh, five under, pretty, pretty good. Uh, Mary Hart and Baylor actually had the next two players, both under par as well. William Sampson and Ari Saldana, uh, 70 both in the first round, then 69 for, for Sammons and then 70 in the, in the second round for Saldana. With Texas Lutherans, Chase Mouse also tied for third. With a 68-72. So, I mean, it's some seriously good golf. And as somebody who has played that golf course, that is really good golf being played out there. So, um, like, you know, we talked about that in the uh, rankings podcast. Um, Trinity was right there on the outside, kind of, you know, right there. They've got, you know, as you're going to hear later, they're going to have two wins under their belt and have looked really, really good. So, that's the, that was that first period Um Luckily, the, the snow has melted in Texas, um, but I think we had some other tournaments as well. Let's go over to the East Coast, uh, where Oglethorpe University hosted an individual tournament. Um, so I think there was a couple of B teams, some individual play there. Um, but a really nice uh, three rounds put up by Jacob Laughlin from Bridgewater. Really nice. Um, at Royal Lakes uh, Golf Club up in Flowery Branch, which uh, we'll talk about here in a minute, but 70, 72, 74 for even part, 216 for Jacob Laughlin out of Bridgewater. Really solid. And then also finishing second is Jacob Sears, uh, 73, 79, 70. So really good. Uh, then we had some Huntington and Oglethorpe guys finishing after that. Um, that's not the normal starting lineups for those teams, but some good play. Um, you know, Br- uh, Connor Bruce from Huntington, 72, 74, 78. Logan Fugelstad, 76, 72, 77 from Oglethorpe. So pretty, pretty good there. Um my favorite story is you know Emory used to host their t- big spring tournament back in the old days um at uh, Royal Lakes and this was before they went under under a significant change and uh we used to joke about it being the division 3 masters because the greens were so severely sloped and uh I remember one day we were there for a practice round and uh we came up to the putting green and Billy Andrade is there practicing putting and we got to talking to him, and he's like, Oh, yeah, I come here before the Masters because this is the I can find the same kind of slope where you have to die the ball into the hole um, all the time. So, really cool thing. Um, you know, home open next year, we kind of get back to our normal course of action, and we get a, a nice big field at Royal Lakes. So, that's a great golf course. Even it got even better after the renovations, they took some of the severe slope out of the greens, um, but it, it also helped the golf course be a little less tricky and a little bit more straightforward. So, um but that's some still some really good plans. Shoot even par for those 3 days there. Um really nice. So, you know, keep an eye on, on a couple of those guys from Bridgewater as you see them coming across the uh the rest of the year. All right. Then we get into late February, the D3 San Antonio shootout. Um so personally, I I felt a little uh a little bit of solace in that it's called the D three San Antonio shootout. So as the guy who's running D three golf guys, I was like, yeah, that's right. D three. Um, but a lot of Texas schools again here, um, really cool that they got to play at TPC San Antonio, which is another fabulous golf course in San Antonio, Texas. So look, if you're a recruit and you happen to be coming across this podcast, um, and you want to go play some really cool golf courses, the Texas schools are getting it done. I mean, the Quarry and TPC San Antonio, you know, I don't know the next time I'm coming to Texas, but the next time I'm coming, guys, I need, need the hookup here. I need to go, come see how you guys are playing these golf courses. But uh, for those of you who are following along, guess who won again? Trinity University. The Tigers go 303, 302, 312 the last day. They win by nine shots over McMurray again. And guess what? McMurray's two guys again here at the top. Uh Brendan Lawrence and Lane Roy. Fun fact about those two guys, they've been roommates for 5 years. How often do you see roommates shoot the same score and win a tournament? Really good, two both with 221, different ways to get there. 75 69 77 for Brendan, uh, 71 78 72 for Lane. Uh tie for the tie for the medalist honors, the 221, 5 over par. Uh, Followed by Chase Mouse uh, from Texas Lutheran again. So a couple of really nice uh, performances there out of some of those guys. DJ Springer, the guy who won the tournament before with Trinity, uh, was finished fifth um, in that one. So again, looking here, you know, the Texas schools, pretty good golf being played here. Um, Considering probably how cold it was, and I don't know, you guys had to hit me up on Twitter, uh, shoot me a note and let me know just how cold it was, because... I know my friends in Texas are not used to to playing in, in some of those some of that colder weather, but again, you've got Trinity, McMurray, Concordia University, Texas, Texas Lutheran, Southwestern University from Georgetown, East Texas Baptist University, Mary Hardin Baylor, Letourneau, Saint Thomas, Hardin Simmons, Shriner, and Bellhaven University. So, I mean, twelve team field, big th- big tournament, three rounds at TPC San Antonio. I, I'm just thrilled we're getting tournaments in and really you know being able to issue some results but you know the next time the golf coaches association rankings come out i i, I firmly believe Trinity University should be in the top 25 they've got two wins on the belt with good good scores on both of those tournaments so uh, pretty impressive tigers uh, by the way anybody from trinity I, i'm still I've, I've reached out a couple times would love to talk to you guys and, and just talk about your performances and kind of what's going on and where things are headed. But uh, the Texas schools are up and running and boy, they they're looking pretty good uh, so far. All right. So those are the, the tournament results that we've had over the last couple of weeks. Um, as we kind of go throughout the year, we're going to try to do this every couple weeks or so it depends on when we are that I got a feeling for the next several weeks, this thing's going to get kind of crazy fast because Everybody's just stacking up the tournaments as best they can to try to get as much in as as they possibly can while we have the opportunity to play. Um, So with that said, let's turn our attention to the next big tournament. The next big tournament for both the women and the men that I can see on the schedule right now is going to be down in Savannah. At the Savannah Invitational hosted by Barry College. Really cool place. Um, it's very unique in, in previous years. It's going to be a little more normal, but um, but let's talk about the two different tournaments. There's going to be the women's tournament and the men's tournament. Let's start with the women's tournament. Uh, there's going to be eight teams. Uh, I think they're still working on one of the teams that are in there. Um, I'm going to assume they are, and if something happens, I'll, I'll try to update everybody on Twitter. But uh, eight-team field. Out of those eight teams, they've got four top twenty-five schools and three others that were that received votes. So a really strong field here for for the Barry, Barry Women's Tournament down at Savannah. Uh, the ladies are going to be playing the quarters course. If you haven't been down to Savannah, um, the Savannah Harbor and where they play this thing is fabulous. Both courses are really good. Um, so it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be interesting to see if the wind blows it. it there's some exposure there, and um, it, so it should should be interesting. But let's talk about who's there. The format's going to be... Uh, what's unique about this tournament is they have traditionally played it in five-sums. Which, you know, before COVID was was more rare in the Division Three world. Um, which was kind of cool as you kind of got to play in the five-sums. It was just a different dynamic that we hadn't really been used to. Well, now with COVID and stuff, I... Feels like five sums are becoming more and more because it, it just creates less crossover exposure. Um, so they will be playing at five sums. ladies are going to play 18 uh, day one and 18 day two. Here's who's playing. This is this is big. Uh, right now, this is the list I've got, and I think they're still waiting on one. But number two, Methodist, going to be there. Uh, right after that, we've got. Tied for 18th in the in the top 25 is Oglethorpe University and Center College. Barry themselves is number 23, with three other schools that are receiving votes, which are Huntingdon, Transy, uh, excuse me, Transylvania. Sorry, I live close by. I understand the nickname, Transylvania University, um, and Christopher Newport. Uh, the other one is Emory University, I think that's where we're just a little uncertain if Emory's going to be there or not. Hoping they are. Um, they've got a really nice program at Emory. Um, so we're waiting to hear, in, hear from them on that. But So as you get in there, this is going to be the March 8th and 9th. So that'll be that that Monday, Tuesday time frame for those of you that jump on golf that and want to follow along. I'm hoping we're doing live scoring. I believe it's set up for that. Um, but it's a really cool event and you're getting a great field on the ladies' side here. So that'll be really important to keep our eye on that from the ladies' side. You know, I, I would say... Looking at that, looking at this, it's going to be all right. I know the center women are, are on are on the on the take here. They're coming. Uh, the Oglethorpe women have proven they're they're sort of coming up. It's going to sort of be Methodist, and then kind of who's fighting to see if they can challenge Methodist and or finishing that second to third between Oglethorpe, Barry, Center, you know, uh, Emory's up there, Tr- Transylvania, Huntingdon, th- th- those ones that are sort of in that ranking have been there before process. So really interested to see sort of, you know, does, does Methodist sort of step up and step out away from that competition? We would expect that to happen, but, ha- you know, who knows? And then sort of how do things sort out between the Oglethorpe Center and Barry crowd? You know, th- those are all three really good programs, all close. Uh, uh, they're all in the same conference, the SAA, which is a really good golf conference for the ladies right now, especially when you consider those three teams and Rhodes College, which is in there. So you will be interesting to see how the group plays out and where we can kind of stack things up at the end of that tournament. All right, turn the page. Let's talk about the Savannah Invitational on the men's side. Holy cow. Great field. And this is one of those tournaments that it's always a great field. It's a March tournament. People are trying to get to the warm weather. Um, I think they've had some shuffling around of who has come in and out of the tournament with COVID. But um, on the men's side, I know that they're worried about... They're still wondering if two teams are going to be in. They're two very big teams. Let's assume they're going to be there. Um, But let me just go down the list here. So uh, of the teams coming, 18-team field. There are count them nine. Half the field is in the top twenty-five. All right, like <laughs> that's a lot of really good golf. There's four other teams in that field that are receiving votes. So thirteen of the eighteen teams in this tournament are are at least considered one of the top schools in Division three golf. All right, here's the here's the list. And credit to the Barry coaching staff, guys. Love you to death. Thank you for helping me. They've been doing a great job of chatting me up on, on Twitter. Um, <laughs> but they were putting the field out there, and I just was like, holy cow, look at this field. So here's who, who's currently scheduled to be at the Savannah Invitational. Uh, don't know that everybody's going to be there, but here's who's currently scheduled. Number two, Huntington College. Number three, Emory University. Number four, Carnegie, Carnegie Mellon University. Both tied for fifth in the nation, Methodist College and Piedmont College. Number seven in the nation, Hampton Sydney. Number eight in the nation, Guilford College. Number 12 in the nation, Greensboro College. number 18 in the country, Oglethorpe University, along with four other schools that are receiving votes. right? So Barry is in the receiving votes category, Christopher Newport's in the receiving votes category. Uh, Transylvania is in the receiving votes category, and Averett's in the receiving votes category. I mean, you want to talk about a really strong field? I mean, we've got two, two, three, four, both fit five, six, seven, eight. We've got the basically eight of the top nine teams in the country at this tournament. Along with, I mean, no slouch, Greensboro University, who's got a national championship or two, uh, Oglethorpe University's got two national championships. So I mean, there's there's no slouches coming on around here. This is gonna be awesome. And again, five sums. And the guys' format's slightly different. They're gonna play 36 the first day and then 18 the second day. So we, that first day, it's gonna be a long first day. We're gonna get a ton of results. It's gonna be a lot of golf being played. But man, I mean, this is one of those places where if if you if it wasn't in COVID times, I would have to have my butt at this tournament because I'm telling you right now, this is going to be awesome golf. It is going to be super competitive, great play. I mean, you've got, if we could have just gotten Illinois Wesleyan here, we could have practically had a national championship preview. Um, So again, by the way, Barry college, great job, great field. Awesome. And by the way, it's only going to keep getting better. Um, I think, What I heard is Hampton-Sydney just put together a tournament in the Pinehurst area for that March 13th, 14th time frame. I think it's called the Tiger Invite at Forest Creek, which I know several people are going to. Hampton-Sydney guys, if you're listening, I hope you are, hit us up on Twitter. Let us know who's coming. We want to do a preview uh, for that one. And also hit us up. I don't know a ton about Forest Creek. If anybody else knows, uh, reach out. But then after that, I mean, these things get stacked up fast. Uh, we're going to shift back down to the Golden Isles to go down to Jekyll Island, where Oglethorpe hosts a big tournament down there. i hoping to effort uh, somebody to come on and talk about that and preview the teams and the scores and hopefully talk a little bit about sort of some of the results that we've had as well. Um, so be uh, be looking up. All right. So that's sort of the next couple of weeks here. Um Big, the 8th and ninth are going to be huge to be able to sit and watch what's going on in Savannah. As we kind of get through this, I just want to say that thank you to all those teams and and, uh, coaches and players who have been participating online. Uh, We put some stuff out just to try to see if we can kind of build the community here. And it's really got taken off. And I just want to say thank you for me. But it feels really good. I put out some stuff on Twitter about, are you practicing indoors? Show us what's going on. And we've gotten uh a, a ton of great feedback. Um I basically have scheduling my trips for next winter to come practice my golf and I'm gonna come visit all of you guys. So and uh, uh Rose Holman don't think I didn't hear you when you said the standing invite I, I will show up in, in Terre Haute, Indiana. Um also a big shout out to the, the guys and gals at at fairham College um you know, they had a big storm that came through there at their local course. And the golf team's out there helping the cleanup. Um, so just a quick shout out, Farham College gang. Great job. I saw that you guys played in the Roanoke event. It was good. They're also going to be in Savannah. Um, so hopefully get a little bit of warm weather. Uh, but kudos to the Ferrum gang. Way to go. That's, that's the kind of stuff that, you know, as a Division Three person, we've come to expect that our programs, our kids, the coaches—you know—it's it, more than about athletic competition. It's it's really something special. Uh, with that said, you know, really excited to see the engagement online. Uh, we did just come up, but just we did just actually have some stickers that we've got. Um, anybody's interested in those? There's there's pictures on Twitter. Um, you know, mostly just for laptops or you guys want to stick them on whatever else. They're fun. They're cheap. Hit us up. We'll send them out to you. Um, but just trying to kind of continue to grow and, uh, and build. So again, also, you know, pass the word, spread the word. We'd love to have uh, our our following kind of keep growing. And, And the more kind of stuff we can do, um, you know, the more we can kind of get out there and really shine a light on your programs and, you know, some of the other the schools and the players themselves. So really looking forward to that. Um, for those of you that are alumni listening, hit me up on Twitter. Uh, we want to do some, some alumni things. We want to tell some stories. Um, so as we kind of get in, and one of the things we'll try to do in the summertime when, you know, the, the play is not college golf, we'll try to hit some of the amateur golf. But that's really going to be our time as alumni to kind of come together and have some, have some time to talk and share stories. And um, we're going to try to track down some of our Division Three pros. Um, if you, I don't know if, if anybody was following along on Twitter. It was really great uh, uh, back and forth as um, we were talking about Max Homa had uh, birdied all four of the par threes, par threes out at um, Pebble. And they said, and they come on and they go, well, the last guy to do that was Chad Collins. Well, I actually played against Chad in the Division Three realm. He went to Methodist College. And, and Chad won national championships and this, you know, one of the best players to ever play at Division Three school. Um, and absolutely one of the nicest guys. Very soft-spoken, but just great guy. Well, his caddy comes on and starts chatting with us about that experience. He's like, I don't remember him and all those. So he made a lot of birdies that, that, that week, which was... Uh, kind of cool, but um, you know we're just trying to call out sort of the that d three world that we that we love so much. So again, thank you for your engagement. Keep it coming, spread the word, let's let's grow the the base here a little bit. Um, and again, congratulations to those of you that got in tournaments, got to play. I'm very jealous of my Texas friends getting to play those two golf courses. Um, as we transition into more golf here let's kind of keep focused Uh, and then i know there's some other tournaments happening in the midwest i'm keeping my eye open but again as a mid fellow midwesterner we can't really have that much golf yet because it's you know we're just kicking the snow down the road here still um so i think some of that will kind of come in here as we get into the uh april may time frame um as it stands right now I'm, i'm hoping to be able to get out to some tournaments as soon as i can um I'm also looking to try to maybe get to nationals. Um, I know the the men's nationals is in West Virginia this year. And I think the ladies is being hosted by Hope or Olivet. I think it's Hope in Michigan. Um, so we're going to try to get out there and, and see everybody. Um, and then as we kind of get the chance to this summer, we're going to try to have a few appointments as we can based on, you know, protocols and COVID stuff. But really looking forward to it. Keep the engagement up. With that, hit them straight, all right? Cheers.